Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout. This is episode number 75 for Wednesday, February 8th, 2023. My name is Marty Sleeve, and I'm joined by two people showing off their new $70 premium pricing. It is Nick Calandra and Casey Wosu. Uh, how hey, are you guys, guys doing? I'm expensive. <laughs> That's not even the collector's edition. That's just a regular edition. <laughs> so look at you. Look at you, fancy boys. Um, yeah, as you can see, uh, the Nintendo Direct just wrapped up about an hour ago. Uh, so we're going to devote a lot of time to today's episode to going over that, as well as stuff we've been playing. Uh, and I want Nick to hit on a couple news items, including uh, the, this game the day before, which seems like there's a lot of shenanigans going <laughs> on before there. So uh, I want Nick to do that. But before we go live with that, I just want to let you guys know that today, Breakout is sponsored by Figurama Collectors, which has an incredible new Silent Hill 2 statue that will be available for pre-order very soon. Uh, officially titled the Silent Hill Red Pyramid Thing vs. James Sunderland statue, the statue is based on the original Silent Hill 2 and contains five different characters in beautiful, bloody detail, including James Sunderland, Red Pyramid Thing, Abstract Daddy, Flesh Lip, and Lying Figure. Uh, what's cool about this Figurama statue is that for the first time, it's a Silent Hill versus statue, which means you can take a statue character out of its display. So you could swap out James with the TV from Silent Hill 2 if you wanted to make it a solo Red Pyramid thing showcase. Uh, so mesmerize and terrify your friends all at once with this one-fourth scale monument to horror. Uh, pre-orders for the Silent Hill 2 statue begin on February 11th at 11 p.m. JST. And you can go to figurama-collectors.com today to join the waitlist so you'll be notified when pre-orders go live. Uh, Figurama statues tend to sell out super fast, as in less than a day, sometimes less than an hour. And once they hit resellers like eBay, you can expect to pay twice as much. So if you want the statue, be sure to join the waitlist now. And for a $35 discount code, courtesy of us at The Escapist, use the special coupon code TESH2. That is TESH2. And without further ado, Nick, we have a little trailer to show you. Perfect. Uh, yeah, that's a spooky statue. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And then that other thing we were looking at this morning, those, uh, those, uh, those like castle figures and everything oh yeah you weren't in that you weren't in that call uh we were looking i was looking at castle figures just on my own (laughs) yeah yeah we we were trying to find sponsors for adventures night and uh omar introduced us to uh well first of all hero forge which i only knew a little bit about before today and then uh they also i think some folks in the discord were using that yeah and then they also showed me uh dwarven forge which if you go look that up they're like these models are like cost like a thousand dollars but they are incredible looking jeez yeah things are things are real different than the toys i had when i was a kid yeah. let me tell you not that fancy not that fancy and is not that, that scary does that count as a toy once it's in the thousand dollar range no i don't it's think like so <laughs> it's, it's like, like if you it's like if you break it your your life is over kind of money <laughs> it's an it's an investment there you go well that's what I, my uh, uh, jack was saying just to refinance my house if i want one of them I was like yeah what am i gonna tell him i, I bought a castle Oh yeah, where is it? It's in my basement. Oh, okay. it's, it's just my basement. It's a little, <laughs> yeah. it's a little castle gray skull. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so yeah, thank you to our friends at uh, Figurama for sponsoring us throughout the week. Uh, how are you guys doing? How's 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 your Wednesdays treating you? I've been busy today. I yeah. checked I checked my oh, uh, Google uh, Google Meets, and I've on average this week I've been in about three hours of meetings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Have you been doing good? Do you prepare meeting jokes? Because I was talking before about how. Oh no, it wasn't on this stream. I don't think. Oh yeah, where, or was it game night? I don't. Let's talk about I how I like meeting jokes. I don't need to prepare my I jokes. I just night. come in off the fly. Okay, I'll, I can give you some of my meeting jokes if you want, because a couple of them really, really, really uh, can really work the room. If you want to work a room, 
You don't even want. You don't seem like a guy who wants to work a room, though. So it's fine. You I don't keep, have to work I keep room. thinking you're saying meaty jokes, and I'm like, that's that's funny. Meaty jokes. Yeah, you, you won't mix. You won't won't meet mix your meats, but you'll meet your jokes. Uh, people, Frost was telling me that uh, uh, mushrooms are technically considered uh, meat, <laughs> which I don't I don't agree with any of this. But I'm gonna be honest. People people are lying to me a lot this week, <laughs> which I'm not a fan of. Uh, I, you just put that in Google. Are mushrooms meat? Just search for that. And don't, I don't make sure you're. I feel like if you search for anything off. meat, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> you're gonna what? find some type of meat. Oh no, I put big, big meat boy slapping meat. I, I Google that; it's fine. I get all sorts of good, good things. It's fine. Uh, before we uh, break down all the big announcements from the uh, Nintendo Direct, there's two little news items I want to hit on. Uh, one small one is that uh, Moon Studios, the uh, team behind uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, and uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yep. That was what yeah. the second one was called, right? Yeah, uh, yeah their uh, creative director, Thomas Mailer, on Twitter was sort of talking about what we can expect from their next game. And I got really excited because to the, he said comparing the Ori games were their Mario's and the game they're working on now is their Zelda. And as a fan of Zelda, that just seems really exciting. So they didn't really say anything other than like, you know, you could kind of expect the, the same. They said the genre is an action RPG yeah yeah so um yeah we don't know like perspective wise if they're gonna sort of ditch the 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 2d for for something more 3d if it's gonna be kind of top down just gonna look like a zelda game or almost like their take on tunics so um hmm. yeah we don't we don't have any of the details other than that but like you know i know i know nick you're a big fan of the ori games and i'm i don't know i'm, I'm really excited for what that team does sort of in the in if the they uh yeah, if they take that art style from Ori and like transition it to a different type of game. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be one. Did you get into game. the Ori games? Uh, uh, I, I, I started the first one. Um, and I don't know. It, it just started a little too slow for me. <laughs> like I, I really like Metroidvanias and I'm assuming it, you know, it ramps up. But the yeah. beginning is a little slow, and I, I kind of bounced I, off it. I would I would just go straight to the second one. The second one like takes a hot beat and makes a hot song. And yeah, like was, you get right into that. the meat and potatoes, and like you have, you start off with like all of the abilities you had in the first game. Um, so it, it's yeah, it's just bigger. Yeah, and I may better. do that. I was I was thinking of going that route uh, some time ago. So hidden gem. I don't think it's a hidden gem. We need to start pushing the boundaries of hidden gems. You know what you should do for hidden gems on Monday? Found they said gems. they're taking Infernax off of Game Pass. You should play Infernax. Do you know what Infernax is? It's not. I Pokemon. remember that name. Okay, uh, is that is that a Pokemon? No, what isn't there an Infernax? Was that like the Pokemon in Smash? Like the, I thought the it was, red? I thought it was that's in Yeah, I thought Infernax was more of a deck builder. No, Infernax is not a deck builder. Infernax is if you took Castlevania two, but made it a Souls like. Oh. So it's like if Shovel Knight. It looks. It has the the visuals of a Shovel Knight, but the sort of the combat and the loop of a Souls like. But it is very bloody. And um, it has cool decisions. Like one of the first decisions in the game is you come upon uh, a guy who's in a cage and the, the, there's a person who says, don't release him from the cage. And the guy is like, please release me from the cage. And you That's can either a literal Dark Souls uh, situation like that just happened in Dark Souls. That just happens all the time in Dark Souls. But if you spoilers, if you release him, if you don't release him. The guy will kill him. If you release her from a cage, he turns into a giant monster and kills the other guy. Then you have to fight the monster. So <laughs> the game's just loaded with little stories like that, which I'm, I'm a big fan of. So you should play that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, before we move on, uh, Bandersong, thank you so much for joining Early Access. And the Dogmatic Director with a $2 dono said, Prime Remastered, but no Fusion on the Game Boy Advance at launch. We're going to get there. Um, mm. 
so but fusion is coming fusion was on the list of games that that is coming eventually so that's that's exciting um and then uh, the second story i wanted to get to before we get to nintendo direct uh nick you wrote about this game the day before um which i think some people might have been following and especially this week it kind of <laughs> continued to grow and grow as it's like achieving this kind of abandoned like uh status uh but sort of catch people up on what this game was and and what happened to kind of prompt you to write your your op-ed the other week sure uh yeah so the day before is who knows what it is at this point but basically it's revealed back in like 2019 through like a really really good looking trailer that was like a mix of the last of us with the division uh people were really hyped up about it uh, it was posted on ign it got like five million views that trailer um, and then people kind of been waiting forever ever since to see what it is uh, it was supposed to come out in 2022, and then it got delayed like a, what a month before launch, uh, and then it was supposed to come out this March, and then they delayed it again over a trademark dispute apparently uh, on the name of their game, which is like something you think you'd figure out. I don't know when you announced the game with that name three years ago. Pretty early, yeah. You yeah. Would hope so, uh, so uh, they once that once they delayed the game again they're like oh well you know we're gonna delay the gameplay trailer too because we're gonna delay the game eight months and everybody's like wait what like you had a gameplay trailer ready to go and now you're not releasing it and then they finally did release the gameplay trailer after hyping people up for it and it kind of looks like shit it's just very bog standard uh girl with really nice ass uh character model walking through a (laughs) apocalyptic environment shooting zombies that's all it is I mean, like, that's literally what Reddit took away from the game is like this character model with a big ass running around shooting zombies every 10 minutes. Now I'm like, <laughs> curious, how big is his ass? <laughs> I kind of see, like, it's, it's, goo- like, it's goofy is it, looking. Is it like really big? It's, the, it's, it's goofy. the thing I thought immediately seeing that trailer was this This looks like an uprezzed Fortnite model. Mm hmm. Uh, they also they took uh, uh, Jumbly mentioned. Have you guys seen the screenshot by screenshot comparison of other games? Uh, it's not, uh, no, it's not have, other games. It's trailers, and they literally yeah, ripped of like Black Ops zombie modes yep. and stuff. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Uh, um, yeah. So the, yeah, they they completely like the font is ripped off from The Last of Us. The the cover art's ripped off from The Last of Us Part Two. The trailer is a mashup of trailers from other games. Uh, it yeah, it's basically an asset flip at this point, and what they showed off in the original trailer looks nothing like it does today. So anyways, I wrote that report and then like, they've been really kind of childish on Twitter of like, you know, just trying to retweet if you want to see the game in action. And then they posted like a, on their YouTube channel, a short of one of the developers playing the game. Like it had the game on a screen and it's, it's like, yeah, look, we're playing the game. (laughs) Um, but last, last night though, was funny. Well, I, Let's go back one second. I covered the story uh, because IGN did an interview with the developers who were trying to defend that they weren't a scam or any of this other stuff and had all those weird quotes in it like, we're like the little guy, these 90s action heroes, and we're going to prove everybody wrong. And I was like, did you really publish this? Like, why are you publishing this statement? This is fucking stupid. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, so I, I went digging on it. Uh, one of the lines in the IGN interview that they didn't even challenge them on was that Mytona, which is the publisher of the game, is one of the biggest publishers in the world uh, for mobile games. Uh, so when I that's when I went and looked deeper into it, and I found out some interesting stuff. So first of all, Mytona is a Russian publisher, so that's a red flag already right there. Uh, second, uh, Mytona has two games to their name that are pretty popular on mobile, and I tried one of them. It's okay. 
but I went and found their revenue, and they're only like making like forty-two million dollars a year at their best, uh, and they're not even in the top ten biggest mobile publishers in the world. Like they aren't even in the top twenty. They're not even close. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, and then uh, what should we call it? The fantastic development team, fantastic, is trying to play up this little guy. You know, we're getting beat up story when they promoted that they've got two hundred developers there. Uh, but oh, some of them are are volunteers. That's what they call their employees. So then they have this whole page on their website dedicated to describing what a volunteer means and how they're trying to do great things for the world. And it's like, what is all this shit? <laughs> they have a whole staff page with like all these like profiles of people with like weird quotes under them. Nothing about their background or or anything. There's no. They're not hiring at all. Uh, it's, it's kind of a fucking mess. And so uh, the, the final straw for me was uh, <laughs> last night they put out, I think they read my story or they found a YouTube video that was breaking down the situation too or something. Maybe it's a combination, but basically they're like, yeah, uh, watch out for that disinformation about there. People can post anything they want and it's, and it's fake. and Disinformation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, How does it uh, feel to be a that, disinformation agent? Is yeah. that a word? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the opposite of regular information. It's it, disinformation. It, this this literally <laughs> looks like abandoned 2.0. I mean, the same. Like we're trying to make official statements with the black background and our logo, and it's it's a bunch of. To garbage. be fair, they've shown gameplay. The gameplay looks bad, but they've shown gameplay. Yeah, well, I I, I think it's no, I think it's a real game. Uh, I just yeah. I think they're hyping up what's going to end up being nothing. Yeah, and then what? It got delayed to later in the year, right? Uh, it got delayed a whole eight months. November tenth, which is a uh, where Call of Duty is probably going to launch. So good luck with that. Where <laughs> <laughs> Call of Duty and Starfield are both going to launch? Yeah, it'll be yeah. Fun. Uh, what could possibly go wrong? Uh, yeah, it's it's just weird because it's it's like this and Abandoned are two examples of these of these games where I always wonder if like was this done maliciously or was this a team that somehow got in way over their head way too quickly yeah. <laughs> and then didn't either didn't have good PR or like the whole thing with abandon where they kept like sort of like coyly hinting that they were connected to Kojima somehow when they clearly weren't. Um, yeah. But like, wouldn't just like squash that. And then I we're trying to play like victim cards down the line. It's like, what do, what do we like? What is happening here? Yeah, like, what they're, what they're trying to do. And it's exactly what abandon trying to do is they're trying to use that hype as a shield for skepticism and, really any criticism of what they're doing yeah and so that's what they're trying to do they're trying to get a bunch of fans that'll ravishly defend them uh and it's it, i just it's it's raising so are there many any reg- like day before fan like did There's, you get any hate for like were there no i got day before fans no i got no none of that uh Oh, that's sad. <laughs> no, I got, <laughs> but it, what, I what, see... what, what i'm more concerned about is like i like i'm honestly like curious about ign's coverage of that game because yeah. it has been just they post the trailers and it's like clear that the game is raising some red flags and they're just like very much promoting it without any pushback. Uh, I don't know about the, I don't know if there's something going on there. I don't I'm not going to, you know, conspire about it, but I just think it's I mean, there's nothing going on. IGN just goes where the traffic goes. They yeah, posted I guess that so. first trailer and it got a shit ton of views. Yep. And anytime a trailer gets a shit ton of views, everyone's like, well, let's get more coverage of that. Yeah. Um, so I, just, I, just, I don't I just, think there's anything malicious. It's just a weird, again, like that trailer just might have somehow found some algorithm 
and and whatever yeah. got those you said the initial trailer a few summers ago got like five million shipped up, like millions and millions of views yep. right yeah so um <clears throat> I just, yeah i feel like that was like the the kind of like the, the snowball got pushed downhill then and just it won't stop until it crashes into something and shatters yeah i it was more the the interview that i'm like how did this get published yeah um, this is that's what just PR yeah, not yeah not pushing back and like it's one thing if you just post a, put a trailer and it gets a shit ton of views that's kind of like well yeah that's the free market working out but like when you're when you're a reporter like that's you you should be pushing back at that thing and if you smell bullshit you should be saying that yeah um so yeah that's uh i don't know that's a that's a dumb story that's gonna be one of those games that if it ever does come out it's just gonna (laughs) be a fucking dud like it's it's just one of those things that's gonna be a weird like factotum at the end of the day like abandoned Mm -hmm. if it ever comes out we're gonna look back at it and be like that was a weird what was the deal with that thing? That was strange. Yeah, no, but yeah, it was the it was the Arjun interview that they did that I was like, okay, I need to look into this and write about this because this is fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, weird. Uh, yeah, and it just it is one of those games that like I don't. It's like I never hear anyone talking about it, but it seems like it gets a bunch of coverage whenever, like these these beats have had like major coverages around them and so it's like this mm-hmm. game where i'm like i keep forgetting this is like a real thing it's not even on it's like yeah. nowhere close to even being on my radar yeah well i mean it's it's been quiet you know every what once a year you know they hype people up about their next gameplay trailer uh it's looked worse and worse <laughs> yeah years, yeah once, so. be, once it's actually like slowly becoming like a real and real game yeah uh john lee with a great point though that ass though marty so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> maybe you could just mark it maybe you could just mark it a game uh purely on their the, ass the cover artist is butt cheeks <laughs> yeah uh which is what the game looks used like. to have that the good old days good old days cover art you just used to be ass cheeks uh and lampy with a highlight message said never attribute to malice what could be attributed to greed uh yeah i don't it's it's I, uh, I that's kind of spot and, and boo radley asked uh everyone is talking about his wishlist numbers are they really that high yeah it was the most wishlist game on steam for quite a while i don't know i don't think it was weird weird I don't think See, it is. this is why I know you have PCs. PCs yeah. are bad. <laughs> I don't think it is anymore after Hogwarts Legacy, but yeah. But this this is where I think a lot of the sketchiness comes from because, like, even that initial trailer, which was uh, in which was probably a bull shot. You're right; it was just all concept and not actual gameplay. Yeah. I don't remember being being that wowed by it myself. So how or why did that garner that much attention and praise? Like, because it literally it, it literally looks to, like, like the last of us. Bots that watch the video or bots that wishlist the game on Steam. Like, no, is- it it got popular because it looks like the Last of Us meets the Division meets uh, SnowRunner with like the cool the really deep vehicle mechanics. Everything everything in that game is pulled from other games. Every single thing mm-hmm. in that game. Uh, That's not good. And yes, Jason Tudor, uh, Casey, you are out of sync. Well, also, YouTube's being weird right now. So we apologize. Like, YouTube, like, the YouTube homepage isn't working, and the video is still working, but if you go to the YouTube homepage on certain things, it's it's kind of bored. So um, apologies for that. Yep. The audio thing is on Casey's side. I thought you said this was supposed to fix everything. You said Zencaster was going to carry us to the promised land. It's Casey's side. He needs to switch his camera or whatever he did last time. yeah, but I should be in sync. Oh no, you're terribly out of sync. You're like real. Good. You're like real dog shit out of <laughs> yeah. sync right now. You were really, you were real good for like the <laughs> first right, right. for the first fifteen minutes, and now you're yep. you're a real mess. <laughs> real, there's a real pile of slop over Day, there. Days gone, or I mean, uh, the day before <laughs> it got right, to we'll him. Try, we'll try something. <laughs> we can try it. We can try it. What, what about that one trip you kept zooming now? in on? Am I? 
<laughs> am I better or am I worse? You are way worse. <laughs> yeah, you're still, you're still pretty bad. I'm way worse. You okay, left about a half a year ago and it just it. happened. Yeah. <laughs> See, if you only listen to the podcast on Spotify or whatever your podcast provider is, That's you're true. missing out on this art, this visual <laughs> art right here. Um, How about now? Am I, am I in sync now? Nope. No, you're still out of sync. No? Yeah. I'm still like way out of sync? Yes. Yeah, completely. like severely out of sync. <laughs> I think you're worse now, actually. All right, Nick, sent. I might be worried because I'm changing the thing where it was supposed to be fine already. I can change it to a less high quality camera so that you yeah. can get better yes. sync. That's fine. Yeah. So yes. I'm just going to expense uh, a new camera to escape this. And uh, I thought you had, don't you have a second camera? I Yeah, I have a second camera, but I'm going to expense a good one, like a really good one. This is like a <laughs> bullshit. Uh, we're, working, we're, we're working on that. Logitech. Don't worry. Don't, don't expense it yet. We're working on it. We're we're gonna we have our top minds on this, right, Nick? <laughs> top minds. I hope you're not talking about me. No, we're not. We we get we're gonna get uniformed cameras and stuff, right? There's been meetings where people. No, you said you fine. said you said top mind. I'm. Why are you asking? Why are you looking at me? Oh right. damn, Johnny Bottom <laughs> Minds over there. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Let's go on to the Nintendo Direct. Uh, Nick, you didn't get to watch this live uh, because you were streaming uh, with Yahtzee. Uh, I did. Let me tell you, I always get excited for Nintendo Directs. Yeah, I I always yeah. get excited. Especially the February ones are usually biggies. I went back last night and watched a couple of the old February ones. That's where Smash Ultimate got revealed in February 2018, which that was a That's banger. a good one. Yeah. Yeah, where man. you thought it was a Splatoon trailer, and then you saw the eyes and the fire the fire show up in the eyes. That was top, a good one. That's, top five video game reveals ever. Oh, my God. Sponsor, oh, sponsored. Sponsored by Speedstick. That's always my go-to <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> I don't even use Speedstick, so I don't know why, why, why I want them sponsoring. Um but so yeah, the, the this uh, direct they said is going to be primarily their first half of the year, plus some things for later on. Uh, and they they weren't really fibbing. This is mostly uh, it was just all games that are dated for uh, prior to September, so the first eight months of the year. Um, so we have no idea what their fall plans are, but um, they have a pretty they have a pretty beefy lineup of stuff coming out from now till um, till August really. So. Uh, the direct led off with Pikmin 4, which uh, we got a firm release date of July 21st. Um, it's funny. I, I watched this trailer and it <laughs> reminded me more of Tinykin, if only because it it very like Pikmin's always kind of taken place in like an Earth like like a post apocalyptic Earth like place where you see like objects that that mm. are familiar to us and fruits and, and different things like that. But this is like. In the background, you just see like a house and a playground and a garden and a backyard and mm -hmm. stuff. So this is like has that sort of tiny kin. Like we are little 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 men who are clearly on an earth. Um, and everything else just looked pretty Pikminish. If you played the other ones, like there's a there's like a dog named Otachi, which let me or Ochi. I don't know what his name is. I think his name is Ochi. And let me tell you, big fan of this dog. He's big fat. He's a big fat idiot. He he can break barriers for you. You can use him as a boat. It's, uh, it's an can, actual dog. I don't know. It's like an alien dog. He looks. Yeah, it's like a Pikmin dog. But it's like okay. very clearly dog like. He's like playful and he's like a, a little companion for your party, but he's big and so you can carry heavy things. Um, and then they showed a little bit of what happens at night, which um, it seemed like the monsters turned into to zombies, which looks very scary. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Did, 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 do you guys have a lot of experience with Pikmin? Are you guys, are you guys looking I've, forward to this? I've at played all? one and two. I want to pick up three when it's not $60 10 years later. But uh, yeah, you know. Uh, I, the one tease, like if you watch past the title screen on that, though, like the rocket ship leaves the planet, which made me kind of think it, it's not going to just take place on Earth. Yeah. Which, yeah, they didn't show too much of like, 
what's going on? Like, if they would have told me this was Pikmin 3 DLC, I would have been like, sure, yeah. that seems right. Or like, shit, I forgot from Pikmin 3. I would have been like, yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds about right. Uh, Casey, have you ever Pikmin? Pikmin? Uh, no, I've never had an interest in Pikmin, but I I suddenly understood the appeal after I reviewed uh, The Wild at Heart, which was basically a Pikmin-like. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was actually a really weird fun Weird that you reviewed thing. Wild at Heart. And now you're reviewing Well Hearts. Huh. Yeah, that is weird. weird. <laughs> did you not? Did you not play Tiny Ken yet, Casey? No, I haven't. Oh man, I think you would. If Didn't you really, you say if, your kid played it, am I making that up? My, no, I don't think he yeah, does if, that. If you like Wild at Heart, you will love Tiny Ken. Tiny Ken's really good. And it's not yeah, very like a fun time. Get on it's it. still, still the aesthetic of Pikmin doesn't appeal to me. Like I like the look of Wild at Heart and the look of Tiny Ken more than what mm-hmm. Pikmin looks like. So that that goes a long way for me. But I don't mm-hmm. know if. If I get access to it, maybe I will try it out, and maybe I will love it. Hey, Pass. you can get it as part of your uh, uh, your two your switch your, your switch coupons. <laughs> why, why would I waste it on that? <laughs> hey, you could use it on a seventy dollars game, so it's becoming more and more a better deal uh, with but every it's still, weekend. It's still ten dollars off, though, right? No, no, no it's a hundred dollars for two games, and one of those games can be a seventy dollars game. So the other game would ostensibly uh, be thirty dollars. So you could get Fire Emblem for thirty dollars or Pikmin for thirty dollars. What is what is this coupon? So Nintendo reintroduced the uh, what is it called Switch Switch Pass or whatever or Switch a voucher Switch vouchers and so for a uh, hundred dollars you get two vouchers that you can use on select first party Nintendo games yeah and you Full just get those games. you just get those games so for a hundred dollars you get two vouchers um, so if but it's a specific list that's the thing like yeah if Nintendo doesn't put the game in that list that you can't use the vouchers on it yeah what are the but like, they don't put the $70 game on. No, oh, they've already shown they've already, it's already oh, they there. did. Oh yeah. You can use it on uh advance awards. You can use it on Pikmin and you can use it on the kingdom. Yeah. So tears of the kingdom and Pikmin four. <laughs> so yeah, tears of the kingdom, Pikmin four, if you wanted fire emblem, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. After that, they uh, went through a bunch of stuff. We don't need to talk about like Xenoblade Chronicles DLC and Samba de Amigos coming back, which is weird. Cause that's like a, it's kind of culturally insensitive now. <laughs> Which is like, uh, but I remember, but I, I had I had a lot of fun playing on the Dreamcast. It came with maracas. Do you guys remember this game? Yeah. So uh, it was like a it was like a rhythm game, but it came with two maracas that were your controllers, and you had to you had to maraca to the beat of songs like uh, "Living La Vida Loca" and uh, other other hit songs of the late nineties. That, that sounds culturally sensitive why why would it be culturally insensitive yeah he was like very it was like a monkey that was wearing a very big oh. sombrero they were like, <laughs> they were like here's our cactuses that are, that are dancing and hanging around yeah. i should have brought this up to frost yeah. Frost should be the arbiter of is this is this good or bad i, I want to do serious with frost where i show him stuff i'm like should i be uncomfortable with this um i like but, how that, i like how it went okay well that sounds nice to oh oh no yeah i was like immediately was like oh okay i got yeah. it now. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's coming back. That's not one of the series I'm uh, mostly excited about. Um, one series I am really excited about coming back is Ghost Trick, which um, was originally a DS game and then had like an iOS version of it. But it is uh, I'm trying to think of how to even explain it. It's you, you play a dude who died and then you play his spirit and your spirit has to go around preventing other people from being murdered by the same killer. Uh, and you kind of have to like create these mousetrap scenarios. So you like watch a person die. Like this guy crawls through a window and then sneaks up to the person while they're cooking and stabs them. And you have to then go back in time and sort of like use your possession powers to Kevin McAllister from Home Alone, various traps to save this person 
So like you have to uh, sh- like turn off a light in the living room so that the person will leave the kitchen to go see what was going on in the living room. And uh, then you know what this sounds like? What? Freaking 12 minutes. It is like 12 minutes. <laughs> I promise there's no incest. <laughs> I did it front to back. I was going to say, is this why you like the game? <laughs> zero sister kissing. Zero sister kissing. I promise. Are you sure? Are you sure you can't click on another NPC and it happens to be your sister? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. And if I'm a ghost, what happens there? Is that even, does that even count? I'll leave it to the panel. Uh, uh, so that's coming back, which I'm excited for. Uh, and then they shut off a little bit more of Bayonetta Origins, which um, I'm getting really excited for, even though I'm kind of burnt out on Bayonetta just because... You've never uh, played it? I, what? You didn't play any of them? Uh, no. Well, I, I've played a little bit of them. I'm just burnt out on, like, <laughs> the Bayonetta's whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Bayonetta's whole thing. She keeps taking up, like, oxygen. And they're, yeah. like, they're like, they're like oh, Bayonetta's in this direct. I'm like, get Bayonetta out of here. I don't, I don't just have hair or clothes. You don't need both. I mean, she's gone. There's been such a such a hole of Bayonetta content until recently. Like, I feel like it's fine that they can splurge a little bit. And this looks interesting. Like, this is a very new sort of thing with Bayonetta's face on it. Yeah, this one looks really cool. This is, um, so I wrote up a, a hands-on impression of Planet of Lana, which uh, I'll, we could talk about later, but that's a Steam Next Fest game. And I wrote it from, uh, the, my, my take on it was it uh, had one of my favorite companions that I've had in a game in a long time. Um, and you're solving puzzles by using the strengths of your main character and using the strengths of your companion and, and how they how they sort of gel together. And that's what this whole game looks like. Like you have uh, Cereza, which is like young Bayonetta before she becomes a scary hair witch, and uh, this demon named Sheshire. And like uh, Bayonetta doesn't really have like offensive powers yet, so you have to use her to... She has other abilities that you can use to like slow down enemies or draw their attention or stop them from attacking and while the monster goes and, you know, goes to town on people. And so that seems like a cool mechanic to me. And and Mm. it has this kind of whimsical look to it and kind of a more puzzle action platformer look than Bayonetta's like, I don't know, just kind of gaudy butt rock. I don't know. I didn't like I I spent those two hours on the post EP with Yahtzee. I'm going to tell you, I wasn't a fan. Did you even play three, Nick? Because I know you uh, got really I, into like one and two. Right? Yeah, I have a copy of it. I haven't haven't opened it or played it yet. Just haven't gotten around to it. I'm too busy with other yeah. games. But some I it's it'll be my summer backlog. Yeah, yeah, I kind of felt that way about two. Like I really, really, really liked one. And when I started two, like I just kind of was exhausted by the time I was done with the the a fighter jet fight scene in the very beginning. Oh yeah, like that second level, I was just kind of like that uh, went on for so long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah, the, the the set pieces in those games are not great. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, so I, I want to like it though. I, I wish I still was that hype about Bayonetta. My thing is, I like that it exists, and I like that people like it. I like that people are excited. I just don't want it anywhere near me. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to have to look at it anymore. I don't know. That seems fine. Uh, they also showed off the new Don't Nod game. That's the uh, the original Life is Strange folks and uh, the, the the team who did Remember Me. What else have they done? they do a vampire game vampire yep oh yeah the one with the y uh this new game is called harmony the fall of reverie uh coming in june uh i think it's coming in june to pc and switch with other consoles down the line uh but it looked pretty cool it almost looked like a visual novel where you play as this clairvoyant who's able to sort of um travel between different like the, the real world and the spirit realm and you're trying to uh it seems like a very much a choose your own adventure branching path kind of game um 
So some of their games have been really, really neat, and, and they take a lot of big swings when it comes to writing. So I think a lot of that's going to depend on like who's actually writing this game if the if the story actually clicks. Um, but we'll see about that later in the summer. Uh, and then the really quick one, uh, We Love Katamari, which is the second Katamari game, uh, is coming to uh, Switch, and I'm assuming all the other consoles, on June 2nd, which is the day before my birthday. So I like to think of this as a birthday present for me. Mm. Nice. Thank you. Thank you, King of All Cosmos. Uh, but getting into some meaty stuff, uh, Sea of Stars. Uh, yes. Not only did it get a release date of August 29th, uh, but a free demo is available now. If you have a Switch, you could just you could just download this demo right now. I have it downloaded. I can't play. Does it, it do the Switch. thing where your progress uh, carries over into the full game? <sighs> I'm gonna assume no. I don't think so. No. Oh, sad. yeah. I'm gonna assume no. I, I'm imagining it's probably like a little slice, like a little slice of something later on in the game. But I don't know because I haven't played it yet. Uh, Nick, you've been playing uh, Chained Echoes, yep. which is a game that is kind of reminding me of this just because they're both very clearly drawing from the uh, 16-bit era of RPGs. And mm-hmm. I know you've been super excited about Sea of Stars for a long-ass time. Right? Yeah, I just love the art in it. I think it looks incredible. Yeah. <laughs> I think I honestly think it's the best-looking pixel game I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks crazy. Like I it, it, it just looks like they took the foundations of what something like Chrono Trigger looked like, you know, 30 years ago and used all the modern flourishes and bells and whistles to create something that is absolutely stunning both in terms of like animation and just what the environments look like and what the characters look like and the battle system and everything so mm-hmm. um yeah i genuinely can't wait for this and this is from the team that did the messenger is that right yeah i haven't played that i'm gonna put that on my backlog to go through and play this year probably yeah did you play that casey that seems like a casey game uh, it does seem like a me game i have not played it though okay <laughs> I, um, I do remember it We'll put that on the list. That's right next to Pikmin 1, 2, 3, and Tiny Kid. <laughs> <laughs> so you, your backlog's getting weird, let me tell you that. Um, Advance Wars finally got its um, re-reveal and re-announcement. It is coming uh, April 21st. Uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2, I guess they're, they're fine releasing it now. That A year ago, no, there was like, no, a there's a war going on. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nintendo <laughs> knows by April 21st, the war is over. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Miyamoto, how could you? Um and then uh, for Switch Online, they finally announced the long-rumored uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Advance uh, joining the the consoles uh, like the NES, the SNES, and then 64. And uh, awesomely enough, a bunch of the games are available today for both of them. So Mario Land 2, uh, Tetris, uh, uh, Metroid 2, Wario Land, and then stuff like Minish Cap, WarioWare, uh, Mario Kart, uh, Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga. And they, they showed a little thing of games coming in the future, including Metroid Fusion, Golden Sun, uh, F-Zero, the Oracle of the Ages and Oracle Seasons games. Uh, so, I don't know, just cool shit. Like, I, I, again, I like that my Switch feels like my little like Nintendo history device. Um, did you guys ever have Game Boys growing up? Do you have any interest in replaying any of these? Uh, I don't think I... I don't like. I think I played Super Mario Bros. Three from the game. No, that was a Game Boy Advance game. Yeah, yeah I think the, I don't. The re- I, yeah, I had a Game Boy. I don't remember many of the games I played on it, but Game Boy Advance, I put lots of time into that thing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I didn't own a Game Boy, but I remember playing uh, like Battletoads versus Double Dragons or something oh, on it real, like that. That was a real mean game. Yeah. Oh man, that game was. Oh, <laughs> I remember playing uh, the Perfect Dark Game Boy game. Oh yeah, I forgot that existed. Yeah, it was actually not bad. Uh, but so, yeah, I I owned several Game Boy Advances because um, I, I stole a couple. <laughs> don't, don't tell anybody. <laughs> from stole, who? From from Target. From a company. Not okay. I'm sorry, not Target. From Kmart, which doesn't exist anymore, probably because of the thefts. Wow! <laughs> wow! 
But uh, I used to work there. I, I had access to the electronics department. Oh, it's uh, fine. It's fine. It's, yeah, it's not, fine. It's, it's not stealing if it's from a place. <laughs> it's from a company. Yeah, who cares? Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> I'll a bunch of stuff on Game Boy Advance. <laughs> oh, I, I saw some stuff from a coffee shop when I worked there. Nick, <laughs> you have to admit to a crime, too, because we all have to be in this in for a penny and for a pound. Uh, yeah, a crime. I, I definitely stole quite a few pizza slices when I worked at the Skate City Snack Bar. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> Maybe some candy. I also stole food. I worked in the pantry officially. So yeah, yeah, you, like, if you work in a pantry, you'll be eating. If Yeah, and it, it's like, oops, I tore the lived on this i have to eat it now Oopsies. Yep. <laughs> everyone in chat you are also legally obligated to admit to a crime right? <laughs> yeah. confess all your crimes to the internet uh, uh but yeah i had a lot of great memories from game boy advance but like none of the stuff that they put on their list like really enticed me like even the stuff that i played like i played minish cap that's probably like one of the most boring 2d zelda games <laughs> why you don't like when dudes become little i mean the game is fine but like it's 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 just fine like it's, that's a yeah. solid like six or seven zelda game and like there aren't too many of those i agree um yeah it like pales in comparison to something like link to the past or link between worlds even um yeah and i'm i'm the one weird one so alone in the dark the new nightmare a game that i didn't know existed is coming is like a gay boy game and that's coming and <laughs> so that has me again wanting them to like dig into weird third party games um stuff like Konami made a Metal Gear game called Metal Gear Ghost Babble that was like a top-down demake almost of Metal Gear Solid. And it's like really good. And it's not like it doesn't tell the exact story, but it's like they they use very similar scenarios and sort mm-hmm. of like boss conceits and everything. And the game's like non-canonical to uh to the to the overall plot line, but what does it matter? Because everything's that game has no canon. Like, those games are insane. <laughs> uh, but the game was great. I'm like, this would be an amazing thing to put down there. Or like Kojima made that Boktai game, which had a sun sensor. Yeah, how would they make that work? Uh, give me a sun sensor. Switch probably got a <laughs> built-in sun sensor. Do you remember this game, Nick? Boktai? <laughs> no. So it was a cartridge that had a little sensor that that jutted out, and you played a vampire hunter. And you, in order to get your character's energy, you needed to play it in the sun, and the sensor would draw in yeah, sun energy. Solar, it would detect sunlight. That was a, that's and a, then it would give your character specific boosts. It was just a way to get kids outside. <laughs> yeah, it was also very bad because that was not a backlit system. At yeah, the time. So you couldn't and see. so that game was like unplayable in the sunlight, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is really funny. But put put weird things like that on there. That's huh. that's what I want. Um, so those are those are available today. You can download them right now. And speaking of right now, uh, one of the big reveals was Metroid Prime Remastered. Uh, not only is that it available today, it I is never played available. That. Never played that. Oh no. man, I think this is it. You got you got to jump in. Forty dollars yeah. available right now. Let me get the physical. Uh, I'm surprised that yeah. they gave it a not a budget price. Like cause I fully expect that to be like a full. <laughs> there's a re- yeah, a, yeah. That, like why, why is why is Advance Wars give us $70. yeah? Why is Advance Wars sixty dollars? But that's forty. <laughs> that's a great great point. <laughs> I don't know because um, that looked yeah, like a sixty dollar cool. game. They added uh, they added like modern uh, FPS controls to it. So as in like the analog sticks do what you would assume analog sticks would yeah. do in a first person game. So um yeah, I think Nick, if you haven't played that, I think you I think you're really gonna dig it. Like yeah. that is um I'm gonna I'm probably gonna stream it for the editor's backlog. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Um yeah, hell yeah. The game's great. Um so yeah, that's available now. Uh and then uh just for me, they announced uh Bot and Kytos one plus two HD remasters coming this summer. Uh what is with that game? Either- 
what is this? Yeah. You guys remember this? I remember this game fondly because one of my best friends in the world, who is still one of my best friends today, is obsessed with that game. But he was the mm-hmm. only person I've ever heard talk about bots and kaitos. <laughs> Uh, so it was a GameCube game developed by Monolith Soft, so the the team that's you know now doing all the Xenoblade games, mm-hmm. uh, written by like the writer of Chrono Trigger and, and Chrono Cross and and hmm. uh, Xeno Gears, uh, and these games uh, they're they're it was like a JRPG fantasy world, like really really gorgeous kind of like painterly look to it, but the combat was a deck builder like twenty years ago. Right, and so the combat is almost like like when I was playing Midnight Suns, like I said to myself, like oh, I'm getting heavy Botankaidos vibes to this, and then <laughs> suddenly they release Botankaidos, so maybe it'll sell better than Midnight Suns did, which is really sad that that game didn't sell well. Yeah, that that is unfortunate. Yeah, there, Nick, there was also that? like Fantasy Star Online Three instituted a card system back on the GameCube era. Do you remember this? I kind of remember that. Yeah. Folks were not happy. <laughs> no, they were not. But, but I don't know if it was. I think it was just because they expected more Fantasy Star Online, and it was, this was something very different. But I don't know if it was actually good or not. I never tried I it. Never. Yeah, I think I bounced off the series by then. <laughs> um, but Nick, why do you 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 played a lot of uh, Midnight Suns? Why do you why do you, why, why do you think it didn't connect? Uh, I I don't know. It just it gets kind of stale after a little bit. I you know I'm like I, I like it, but the like the combat maps there's no elevation like move like placement doesn't really matter so then it just becomes you know play the card and the animation happens and all that and there's there's a lot of strategy in that it's just not as like in depth as i think people expected from the makers of xcom and also like you know the dialogue and the like relationships with like the marvel characters is I guess it's like a either you you're into that or you're not yeah, type of situation. Yeah, and it's I mean, yeah, they didn't they, they kind of try to do too much. I think like if it was a more divinity esque you know RPG actual RPG with more stuff to do in the world and not just go you're hanging in your base all the time and then you go on combat missions and it's a cutscene then you do your combat then it's a cutscene combat. Yeah, it almost seems like the uh, the the two disparate parts like the fans they were going for those two like weren't peanut butter and jelly for those fans. Um, like the people who wanted the tactical combat didn't want that mm-hmm. like social sim bullshit. And then maybe vice versa too. Whereas like, you know, I think with persona, it obviously works cause they both seem kind of weeby. Um, but it worked in a fire. Emblem. Uh, yeah. Fire emblem. Yeah. But, but yeah. like you said, like that's more weeby. Yeah. yeah. That's what they're there for. Yeah. I, I think, uh, they probably miss the target like on, on their Marvel, you know, relationship building it kind of sounds fun in concept, but the game doesn't really do much with it. Yeah. It's, it's really just, you talk to them to get like XP boost and, you know, unlock new abilities and stuff like that. It's not really that deep. Yeah. It's funny. Um, it, it's funny. Both Marvel and star Wars, which are like two of the biggest pop culture things we have seem to get so few games that like really hit. Um, especially in the last, you know, 10 years. Um, like, obviously, Spider-Man was a huge hit, and Marvel Snap, we'll see how long of a tail it has, but, like, Guardians seems to have kind of come and went. Like, I think people generally enjoyed it, but uh, no one's really still talking about Guardians of the Galaxy, and who knows what the future that is with IDOS. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, on the Star Wars front, like, aside from Jedi Fallen Order um, and, and Jedi Survivor, which, uh, Nick, did you watch that new footage? Uh, I watched parts of it. 
Okay. I, 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 it kind of it, like the animations of Cal kind of bugged me so much that I didn't want to watch the rest of it. It, uh, I'm really excited for that game, but like that footage was just kind of like, like what are we, what are we doing here? It, it, I don't know. I don't know if I, I, I don't know if IGN recorded that or if it came from the developers' B roll, but whoever was playing was not playing it in a way that looked good. <laughs> yeah, it's usually usually provided by the developer. The wall jumping section looked especially janky to me. Like he looked crazy going back and forth. I mean, maybe that's the reason why it got, you know, a six week, like a Groundhog Day, six more weeks of winter kind of thing. Like it got pushed to the end of end of April as opposed to March. Because maybe scrape all the shit out of Kel's pants because that's how it looks like he's running. (laughs) That's what the extra six weeks are for. All hands on deck, crunch time to get all the dookies out of Cal's pants. I mean, Cal always had like a weird kind of bow-legged. Yeah, it looked really weird. It looked really weird. Like this almost looked like it was bugged. Like they should make him. They should make him bow-legged. His legs didn't look in proportion with the rest of his body and that foot. Did they just mocap the actor, and that's just why he just walks like that? (laughs) We uh, during one of the all-day Persona streams, Nick kept making fun of how Ryuji stands because he stands (laughs) bow-legged. But canonically, he got his leg broken by the the, the pedo teacher, and so we made Nick uh, feel bad because he was making fun. Yeah, of that's the messed up. <laughs> <laughs> that's real messed up. <laughs> it's fun, whatever. Make fun of fake characters doesn't matter. If they're not real. He's not gonna cry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if it does, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm so I'm still, I'm still really excited for it. Um, I'm sure it'll be good. I think respawn respawn will be fine. Or just delay it more. Just keep delaying it. It's fine. There's enough games that week. No, yeah, or that it, like month. It looked it looked really good. Otherwise, like the new combat stuff looks great. Uh, oh yeah, the critters look great. Yeah, combat yeah. looks cool. Um, yep. I still love I still love that your little Robo. I think it's like the cutest little dude. Um, BB. So yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say something. Sorry. Nope. Um, yeah, really looking forward to that. Uh, and then uh, the last thing, the 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 stream ended with uh, one last Tears of the Kingdom trailer that showcased a little more gameplay, a little more of what the world looks like. Um, double down on it is coming out on, on May 12th. It's not getting delayed yet, which there's still time. I think there's still time. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, showcased um, kind of like different enemies and scenarios and, and seemingly... Uh, I'm getting vibes that you're going to be building vehicles in this kind of like banjo nuts and bolts. Yeah. It looks like there's some building block elements to this. He was writing two different contraptions that had a very uh, grid like feel to them. Like, Oh, there were wheels on the outside and like blocks on the inside. Felt like playing with connects. Um, Not excited. (laughs) You're not a fan of that. I do not like building vehicles. Uh, I mean, there was a little bit of that in the original game. Like, there was a lot of videos of folks, like, making makeshift vehicles out of, like, oh, I'm going to get a raft, and I'm going to tie some yeah. balloons to it, and I'm going to put wind in the balloon. You know, like, yeah. But that was making like, that sort of thing. They're, like, leaning like into playing that. with the game's physics and chemistry and stuff, which was, like, I thought was so cool that, like, oh, man, like, you made such solid systems that people were able to do this with it. Um, I just don't want that to become like a thing. I don't want it to be like in order to get into the sky, you need to you need to build something because I'm dog shit at building things. I'm gonna like, we'll never get into the sky. <laughs> I'm probably gonna have the hot, the hot opinion here, but I can't say any of the trailers for this have really done much for me. It doesn't look different enough to get me really excited. Mm-hmm. This trailer, this trailer, it's okay. You can say it was kind of ass. <laughs> it didn't knock me down a peg. <laughs> yeah. It didn't move me up at all. Yeah, which every other trailer fair. moved me up in hype. This trailer just kept me, it kept me grounded, um, yeah, like which I, wasn't I what I wanted to see from Zelda. Yeah, I definitely want to play it. And it kind of, I'm kind of getting the vibe. It's a bit more story centric than the first game. 
Uh, yeah. But yeah, like I, I'm not super excited to run through the exact same high roll that I already ran through. And then it, it seems like the two major additions are above and below. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're going to surprise. I'm hoping he's going to surprise me. I have sure they've been doing this for five years, so you'd hope that there's yeah more going on behind under the hood. Um, yeah, whether that's like there, you know, there could be a major thing they're not showing. Maybe time travels a main connect. Like maybe there's a light world, dark world. Like Zelda games have toyed with all these in the past, so maybe there's like one major mechanic that they're they're holding close to the vest. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just this trailer, like little little things like they showed on a, a bridge, a, a Gleelock, which is the three headed dragon. That was one of the early bosses in Zelda one. And I always get excited when old when old bosses. What the fuck? Like 35 years old. I'm talking about getting excited about Gleelock. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I couldn't I, sleep last night. I, grew up I, I was just Martin. spending all night thinking about Gleelock. <laughs> uh, but that being said, I'm very excited about Gleelock. Um yeah, it seemed like they showed things like homing arrows and, and like grinding on rails and stuff. So, um, but yeah, the other big thing was this game is going to be seventy dollars, sixty nine ninety nine for the um, standard retail version, and one hundred thirty for the collector's edition. So, Nintendo is officially um, joining, uh, uh, you know, Sony and, and Square Enix and Two K and some other publishers who've who've sort of hit this. I don't know if Microsoft. I'm gonna be honest. No, I don't are, know how much Microsoft now. games cost anymore because I just download them off. Game they, Pass. they are going into seventy dollars. Okay, yeah. Like but, I imagine Starfield they, will be seventy dollars, right? Yeah, yeah, like they they said that. But the thing is, the, their Game Pass option kind of is a counter to it. It's like, oh well, if you don't want to pay seventy dollars for a brand new game, just pay fifteen dollars a month for a bunch of brand new games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. It, it definitely lessens the blow. But like Nintendo doing this seems very odd. They have by far the weakest console. Uh, they, the last major That's, release they made was Pokemon, which was broken at launch. That's pretty bad. So, like, the next time Pokemon comes ar- around, like, is that going to be $70? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I imagine we're going to wait two years because I... Well, don't don't forget s- that Nintendo also, re- like, just gave all of their employees a 10% salary wage. I mean, what they got to do with me? (laughs) (laughs) What do I got to pay for that? Yeah. (laughs) Fuck me. (laughs) Let them deal with it. Shiggy open up the coffers. That's not my deal. Yeah. Like, they they earned it for sure. But, like, I got to pay that? (laughs) Yeah. No, I I agree. Like, I fully agree. Like, I don't. I don't know. You look at something like God of War Ragnarok compared to, like, what Nintendo puts out. I'm like, yeah, but Breath of the Wild is really good. Like Breath of the Wild, well, of, like quote, any quote, game that deserves to be seventy dollars, yeah, yeah, Breath of the Wild like, deserves to be seventy. You know, like maybe, just, but the budget, if it was on a new the, console, yeah, like they, they're the building this on, on the same screen. engine as the last one. <laughs> yeah, when I see the budget on screen, I'll believe it. But I don't really, you know, this doesn't look like a big, huge step above Breath of the Wild or anything. Um, Did you not hear me talk about Gleelock? He's got three heads. <laughs> yeah. You think Breath of the Wild could have given you three heads? That was a yeah. one-head game. And, like, you know, <laughs> as we always talk about, like, Nintendo doing a new console and all that, people are going to be like, well, they don't need to go into 4K and have the best graphics. I don't want that. I just want performance <laughs> to be good. And I'm very concerned about this game. Not, I'm concerned about Pikmin not performing well. I'm concerned about Breath of the Wild, or, I mean, uh, Tears of the Kingdom not performing well. And I'm definitely concerned about that Metroid Prime game performing well. Uh, Metro Prime Four. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that kind of gets to the, the 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 title we have right now is like how this feels like a swan song because I know we keep saying it, and the three of us have been saying this probably since the first episode of Breakout, and we're on the seventy fifth episode now. But it feels like like 
they have to be close to showing off new hardware, right? This feels like the, like like Zelda is the end of their generation in the same way that Breath of the Wild was the end of the Wii U and uh, Twilight Princess was the end of the GameCube. And, and I have no doubt in my mind that there will be a Tears of the Kingdom for whatever the next... Um, yeah, like they'll Whatever they'll the do the switches. split gen because yeah. they've they've done that with Zelda games for I think the last three consoles even like even yeah, since Twilight Princess yeah. was on yeah, it's a big system like, yeah. GameCube and Wii yeah um, so yeah I don't know what the holdup I mean I know the holdup is that Switch just became the third best selling console of all time uh, and the, the, so it's only behind the DS and the PlayStation Two and it keeps selling and so part of the holdup is why release new hardware if the old hardware keeps selling and you have a 60 million seller like uh like uh mario kart 8 is now the sixth best-selling game ever and it's not slowing down um but, so but it's, also it's Nintendo, it's nintendo fans i mean this next console coming out is going to do just as good as that if not better if it's basically switch 2.0 yeah I mean, they've, maybe they've not right now before maybe, yeah maybe not right now because of the economy i no, i don't i highly doubt they're gonna deviate from the switch i, I just can't see them doing it are you are you sitting here trying to predict what nintendo will do <laughs> that's a fool's errand because i they have such a winner with that system like it's yeah i mean that that's what they thought about the wii and that's why the Wii U came out. Yeah, it was true. pretty much just kind of a second <laughs> attempt at that. My my, cra- that did not my, go well. my crazy guess is that whatever they do for next gen is they will have an actual console again and then the Switch 2.0 to go with it. Two pieces of hardware. I think, oh, I no. Think so. They're going to split them up again? <laughs> well, do it, Nintendo. <laughs> it, it kinda, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Remember, remember when they launched the, the DS as the third pillar to their console slash Game Boy a situation and then very quickly he's like oh this is popular yeah we don't need the game boys anymore yeah sleep 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 twitch s what would performance be of any concern to a critic or a journalist by the way if the game runs well <laughs> i don't know yeah that's a major that's a major that's concern. A major that's, concern. that's concerning to me as just a fan yeah, just as a player yeah as yeah as i want my games to, to yeah i don't care how, i don't care how well it sells i just want to be able to play it yeah and not have it but also practice. how well things sell is that we talk about how well things sell yeah. here because if things sell well, we usually get more of them. And if things don't sell well, then we don't get uh, yeah. we don't get more of them. Yeah. <laughs> like we're probably not getting a Marvel's Midnight Suns too because it didn't sell well. So oh yeah, they said um, they they took performance as sales. Oh yeah, no no when, uh, when yeah. Nick was worried about performance, we were using performance in the in the technical term, which is something that we should be worried about. Um, but yeah, I, I just like my my gut says that we're I guess we don't know what's going to happen in the fall because we're probably going to get Scarlet and Violet DLC. Um, fire like in the same way that we got those expansions for um, was it the Iron Isles or whatever? No, that's Game of Thrones. Whatever the, the <laughs> whatever the Pokemon, the, the Sword and Shield had like yeah, the it was like expansion pack. Island of Monarchs, some some Island of Monarchs it was just England. It was just Jamate was the boss of it. Um, sup mate? And, uh, yeah, sup mate? <laughs> that was a terrible debate. Oh my god! I'm glad he's asleep. No one showed this. That, that just woke him uh, up. Yeah, uh, I. Uh, so I don't know like what their big fall game is going to be. I don't know if they're releasing Metroid Prime Remastered because they have four ready for the fall. If there's going to be a new Mario game because it's been five years, six years almost since uh, Mario Odyssey and that got no DLC. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, if my, I, I don't think they're going to be doing a new Mario Kart until the DLC for eight is done. Um, 
So that seems like, and Smash doesn't seem like we're getting a new one anytime soon. So I would imagine they're just going to um, remaster Smash or whatever this new console is. I'd take it. Yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> yeah, just have <laughs> ultimate ultimate. Just have all the characters bundled. Like, in. like put it, put it, the whole, just lift the whole thing in there. But fix the online. Sale. <laughs> that, I'll, that, I'll buy that for $70. Yeah. <laughs> That's a $70 game. <laughs> See, we all have a, we all have a game we'd pay $70 for. It turns You're out right. that's, that's for Casey's. Uh, Timbo, been a member for 26 months. Thank you so much, Timbo, said, I could live with the $70 flagships if we get more 30s and 40s to match, uh, but you can believe I'd keep a running tally spreadsheet, and Nintendo is one of the very few studios that can justify the quality. Um, yeah, that is... And interesting because, like we mentioned, oh, we're getting uh, Metroid Prime is only forty dollars. So, like, if Nintendo seems pretty flexible when it when it comes to pricing on things, um, even if some of them don't make sense, like Metroid compared to, to Advance Wars. But um, well, one yeah. is new and one is a remake. So, like in that sense, it's like this is an experience that I thought Advance has Wars existed was already. Like the other one is brand new. I thought this was a remake. Which one? Advance Wars. Oh, one and two. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. It's a remake. No, they're like one's a remake, like, no, like, one's, one's a remake and one's a remaster. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I said remake. Well, one, one and two is a remake. Yeah, and Metroid Prime, Prime is, a is a remaster. Yeah, all those words, all those words. <laughs> I don't know how any of that shit works. Um, and then uh, Ben Katz, been in for eight months. Thank you so much, Ben Katz. How's Berserk going so far, Marty? Uh, I've not read a single word of it since the last time I said I've been reading Berserk. <laughs> So that's so, how that's going. Not well. And then uh, Penny J also donated 20 Australian dollars. Says, anyone think of songs when they see people? For KC, I think of Genesis Awusu. Awusu? Who's that? Do you know who that is? No. And I get gold chains stuck in my head. Uh, Nick Jr. when I see Nick's handle and Marty. I try not to think of Marty Robbins, so gold chains it is. I get gold chains as well. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Genesis Awusu is a... Uh, uh, originally from Ghana, now in Australia, a uh, rapper. Yeah, never heard of him. Do you think he knows Amy? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> in Australia. There yeah. can't be that many people in Australia, right? <laughs> yeah. 100% he goes to her uh, classes. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and Nick Jr., like the Nickelodeon Nick Jr.? Yeah, there, there's a yeah. song tied to that. Uh, they used to be like jingles, yeah. And remember, remember the Nick oh, Jr. mascot was a, was an entity giant called face. face. Yes, yeah, it was called Face. face. <laughs> yeah, it was just a face. It was like a, a pure colored background, and then a face would appear, just like what, eyes and a mouth. What a stroke of like, genius that was! That was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> like like little babies don't need much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little little baby, little Nick Jr. babies. Hmm. Um, Nick Jr. is great. Uh, and Ben Katz, I'm not a quitter. I'm gonna go back to it. I just I got a lot. I'm juggling. I'm juggling a lot of stuff. <laughs> juggling um speaking of juggling what have, what have you guys been playing nick uh tell us about tell us about chain echoes you've been tweeting about it uh yeah it's uh i've been kind of describing it as like the jrpg that cuts all the fat off of jrpgs so uh the intro tutorial is extremely like bombastic and story driven and you get out of that and you're right into the heat of the game there's no long tutorial teaching you how to battle or collect things or whatever it's just kind of the game really assumes that you've played JRPGs before and you don't need all that shit and you just want to get right to the story and the combat. And I'm like, yes, I do want just to get right into the shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm really liking it. Like it moves at a brisk pace and you know, you're exploring a new location very quickly after one after another. Um, all the combat is kind of, 
it's not randomized. So like it's not just stuff that just pops up to stop you in your way. Like you always see it on the map, and it's kind of placed in like predetermined areas so that uh, you, you there's not really a lot of level grinding in that way. So like you're kind mm-hmm. of just grinding with the story as you're going up. Um, there's like this cool like gem system where you collect gems and then combine them to basically make these runes for your weapons to give them certain abilities and stuff like that. Uh, and the character writing is, is pretty good too. There's like a nice romance story in there that I'm, I'm enjoying. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty solid. I'm not super far into it, so I don't have a ton of thoughts on it yet, but I mean, I, I'm getting a couple hours in every night and enjoying it. Man, you should play Chrono Trigger. I think you would love Chrono Trigger because it is exactly what you're saying, and it's all killer, no filler. It respects the fuck out of your time, constantly throws cool ideas at you, um, never meanders. Mm-hmm. Like it is, it is, it is great. I think I think you would love it. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. I've, I have that downloaded. I just haven't haven't jumped into it. Too many games. Mm-hmm. There was too many games at the end of last year, and then I thought we'd get a break, but we don't. There's just too many games now, which is <laughs> yeah. which is just yeah exhausting uh you been playing anything else watching anything else uh yeah i mean i'm gonna uh, I'm, I'm playing hogwarts legacy so i figure we'll go we'll run through this now to uh get our uh plan for content on this out of the way uh, so we don't get yelled at uh so uh yahtzee is going to be doing azp on hogwarts legacy as expected uh, and then on the website side of things, uh, Elise Avery, which is one of our three-minute reviewers, she is writing up a kind of breakdown of the whole controversy behind Hogwarts Legacy to basically providing people up-to-date information on what's going on, the context around it. Uh, and that is something we're going to link to in any coverage that we do on Hogwarts Legacy so that people know what's going on. Uh, but we're not going to boycott the game and stuff like that. Uh, and we're doing our best to respect everybody about it. Uh, but it's... I don't know. It's it's kind of like we figure it out with Activision Blizzard when we take a stance on one of these things. It's like, where do we draw the line on taking a stance on every single thing and how do we navigate that? So we're kind of figuring it out as we go. So that is the kind of thing we, we agreed on as an editing team. And I think a team in general is, is, is pretty much on board with it. Uh, and also like Twitter is in our audience. So uh, the one thing we are going to do, not going to do is post any of our coverage to Twitter. Uh, because we are not putting any of our staff in front of that kind of harassment that's going on over there, whether where no matter where it comes from. Yeah. So. And I think the only stream we're going to be doing of it is post CP. Yeah, as far as I know, like for right now, I don't see any reason to do any others when it's being targeted for anybody that is streaming it. So I'm not going to put anybody through on that. Uh, but that's where we're at. So yeah, I am I am checking the game out, uh, and no, I'm not a transphobe or anything like that. Uh, it's. It's pretty good to start. Uh, I will say, like, one thing, uh, Casey, I noticed right away is uh, I remember, was it last year you wrote the article about um, black hairstyles in games? It might have been two years ago. might have been two years ago already. Yeah, (laughs) so Hogwarts Legacy actually has, like, some of the best-looking black hair. Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Folks have been sending me examples of the hair Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. Um, I only brought it up because you wrote the article about it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, the, the character creator is pretty nice, and I mean, it's full of... I almost see, like, the way they built the character... Um, the character maker in this game is, like, a direct, like, fuck you to uh, uh, J.K. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. Because it's extremely diverse, and, like, the world that you're in in Hogwarts Legacy is extremely diverse. Like, one of the first characters you meet is this really um, cool character, and she she's um, black, and she came from another, another like, part of the world that has um, a wizarding school. 
And so like she's a transplant and learning about the culture here and she's like super smart and she's fun, fun to hang around with. So like she's one of the very first characters you get to introduce to when you're learning a spell and she kind of becomes like your tour guide around Hogwarts and all that. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, like I'm, I'm enjoying the, the class parts of it too. Like it's a nice, it's not as like in depth as I thought it was going to be. Uh, you know, you go to class and there's some like cinematics and then you, you do a little spell thing and then there's like probably a mini game or whatever to kind of like teach you how to use the spell. Um, I haven't done like the, the potion crafting classes or anything like that, but, uh, other than that, like it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty solid. It's very much like your usual open world AAA stuff. So it's not doing anything crazy there, but like the way Hogwarts design is probably the most unique thing. And also the, the game world just feels incredibly alive. Like, I don't think I've ever seen an open world like this that feels as alive as, as it does other than like Red Dead Redemption. Like every, every, every room in the school you go through, like stuff is moving, stuff's looking at you, stuff's, there's different sounds. There's all everything. It's crazy. Uh, so you can attend classes, but can you fuck your teacher like in persona? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. Curious, curious minds wanted to know. Uh, American Fear uh, wanted to know how's the combat. Um, it's it's actually really good. It, it's like uh, uh, I I think it's something you have to play to kind of get um, because it's it's a lot more in depth than you would think. Like mix matching spells together to you know. Um, so there's like. <laughs> kind of a there's actually a learning curve to like getting the the your your uh muscle memory to do like the spells in the correct order to you know, like make different effects happen and like people have different shields on so you actually have to kind of cycle through your spells to take out the right shield with the right spell uh, so it's, it's actually a lot a lot of thinking and then like twitter was going crazy about the dodge rolling it's a dodge roll <laughs> like i don't know they're going crazy about dodge rolling yeah is a transphobic dodge rolling? <laughs> what? Like, what's what's wrong with the dodge rolling? Does it just look weird? Yeah, Twitter was like, "Oh, they didn't do that in the movie, so it can't be in the game." Like, okay. some somebody rolled on the ground with those goddamn movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, yes, yeah. I wanted to roll on the ground. It must have. Danny Radcliffe, go roll on that ground. <laughs> yeah, I, I truly like. You know, aside from the money ending up in, you know, J.K. Rowling's pocket and furthering that, like, the game itself is really feels kind of anti antithetical to, like, her beliefs in a lot of way. Um, and also, like, people were kind of, like, there, there's a trans character you meet right away. Um, she works in the bar in the game, uh, and her, the name is Serona Ryan. Uh, you meet her right away, and so people are, like, talking about how she was shoehorned in I don't feel like that at all. She just she feels like she belongs there, and it doesn't feel like a cutscene that was just added last second because it ties right into your first major combat mission. Uh, so I don't. There's just a lot of stuff going on about, you know, it, oh the developers threw her in to to change the conversation, but it doesn't doesn't feel like that at all. And I, I'm in no way an expert in this subject, <clears throat> but I would think that would be a good thing if you had a conversation around you know, lack of representation or, you know, trying to get awareness around a marginalized group. Yeah, go ahead and put those characters in those experiences if, if, because we should see those characters more often. Mm -hmm. I've been seeing trans characters in a lot 
of new video game media. And it's probably mm -hmm. because of the outcry from that community saying like, hey, can we get some more representation? And like, it's a, it's a pleasant surprise to just come across, a, I, I can't even talk about <laughs> the game that I'm playing right now, but like there's a trans character that just randomly pops up in that. Doesn't feel shoehorned in, they're just there. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's like ultimately the, like, that's ultimately the goal, right? Is to right. not have everyone be like, uh, a and here's the spotlight character. on it. Yeah. Just yeah. have it be exactly. a character like there's any character in anything. Yeah, and I, I, you know, all the criticism of Hogwarts on Twitter, it, like they haven't played the game and it's like the, the world feels natural. Like when you go back and watch the Hogwarts, you know, I mean, the Harry Potter movies, they're very white. There's like what they Incredibly don't. White. Yeah, they don't introduce like the first. There's Dean Thomas. That is the one character. Who's yeah, not white. and no, and like, uh, <laughs> like your first teacher that you meet in the game is also black, and so like there, there's a ton of diversity, and it all feels natural. It's not shining a spotlight or tokenizing anything. It feels good. It like it feels like this was made with just bring everybody together in mind. People have come from different lands and everything. It feels, again, like I said, it feels very much in a middle finger to anything that JK Rowling believes in that way. Yeah. JK Rowling sucks. Yeah. That's awesome. I, yeah. That's like, awesome. And, <laughs> just my thought. Yeah. And you know, when, when Yossi does his EP review, of course you can expect him. He's going to roast Rowling for the, for the stupid things she says. And like, you know, I, I, I have, even if I'm playing the game, I don't support anything she has been saying. I think she's a yeah. grifter at this point, and she's you know a billionaire acting it's like insane a saying that you're a grifter when you have infinite yeah, money. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, what she's, are you doing? She's a she's a billionaire that is acting like a fucking victim, and it's like go away. <laughs> I think at a certain there's amount of money, of everyone just goes crazy. Yeah, yeah like, there's been a lot of that billionaire acting like a victim energy yeah, happening. That's true. Yeah, yeah. you must too. Man, I guess. if I had that much money, none of you would ever hear from me again. There wouldn't be a two weeks notice. There wouldn't be anything. I wouldn't be like, this is my last stream. None of you would ever hear from me again. Yeah, <laughs> it would be great. Um, and Joe, my one list has appealed to me like Nick is doing his best to apologize for having played the game. No, I'm really not. I I'm being careful about it. I there's no way I can't because as soon as somebody hears that I've played the game, they're yeah. gonna think I'm awful for it. Um, I've been watching the conversations. It's like a really <laughs> touchy, touchy thing. So I'm trying to navigate that the best I can. Uh, but I also don't let Twitter d decide what we're gonna do for coverage or uh, how I'm gonna cover things. Uh, so it's like, <laughs> you know, it's I don't know. I, I've been very nervous to even bring it up, but it's mm -hmm. it's I don't want to be. I don't like that. Like our team is terrified to even talk about this thing in any form. Um, that shouldn't be happening, in my opinion. Like it, it yeah. should be. I appreciate just, having the conversation, yeah. and I, I personally appreciate that you've been open to hearing how, what people have to say about it. And you've been very communicative with the staff at all levels of mm -hmm. what's going on. So, yeah. and at least at least is trans. I'm happy with how we've been handling it. Yeah, and at least is trans, so we're going to get her perspective on it too. I want to hear her perspective on it. Um, it's yeah it's it's a super complicated issue but you know as i brought up in the discord like atomic heart is funded by russian uh russian russian money and they're currently genociding in ukraine uh so i mean there's all these complicated issues and the only way you get through them is to talk them out and 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 provide the nuance and perspective get different perspectives on it um without of course letting in you know straight up transphobes or, or assholes in general and i think everybody knows we get rid of those people as soon as we see it, anytime it happens. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always, the, the biggest issue is always when uh, the conversation can't happen because mm -hmm. people just start yelling or getting uh, insulting and whatnot. Like, show respect 
talk it out if you have differences of opinion. And maybe you don't resolve it because not everything has a neat, tidy bow on it. Like maybe you just go your separate ways and go, all right, well, I'm gonna do my thing and they're gonna do their thing. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where we ended up because we had this conversation before the game released on my podcast about kind of like separating the art from the artists. We've had it multiple times and we always come back to the same point. Like it's a personal decision. And like, you shouldn't really be judging other people based on their personal beliefs and decisions unless it's hurting somebody else. And that's yeah. where this gets a little tricky, but you know, no, nothing is black and white. Yeah, no. and I'm a, yeah, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm, there's there's a bunch of stuff I could bring up about, you know, no, I, I, I hate the term, uh, no ethical consumption under capitalism, because it's just a cop out to me. Uh, I'd rather figure out like, you know, have the discussion and also like, I think Hogwarts Legacy does deserve to be critiqued as a piece of art. And again, I'm finding it very fascinating as I play it that the developers really did kind of go out of their way, I feel, to make a statement against Rowling. Sure, I would imagine a vast majority of the, the yeah, like developers I, vehemently disagree yeah, with their absolutely. awful fucking stance. Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, you know, the conversation about uh, the developers making their money, like, that's not relevant to me, really. Like, you know, they're going to get, they got paid. Also, like, people are there saying that uh, it doesn't matter how the game sells. The developers already got paid. They know that's bullshit. But <laughs> how many years have we talked about how review scores and everything can affect bonuses for developers? Mm-hmm. And, of course, if a game sells, like, if they don't reach a certain sales number, they don't get, like, their incentives and stuff like that. So, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of. They also may not get to make another game. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, the whole like, studio gets shut down. Yeah, if the game doesn't sell, like, then, yeah, the studio gets shut down. They don't make the game anymore. So, it's. There's there's just a lot of goofiness on Twitter, I think, and I think I think here on the Escape is I think we've developed an audience that can get around that and discuss it like adults. <laughs> I think you're seeing it here in both chats right now. Yeah, uh, no, I'm really happy with our chats. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to point out, uh, Novarisa says trans woman here. I can't agree with Rolling, but I also know Potter means a lot of things to a lot of people. Nick, you're approaching the whole thing in a good manner. So, like we, yeah, yeah if if you are trans, we want to hear from your perspective in chat. Um, and we're going to make sure you feel safe in our chats. Uh, we are not, especially when we stream it on PostZP, uh, we will get rid of anybody that is not aligning with our community's values. Like, I'm sick that day. I don't want to stream. <laughs> I, I will be streaming well, Yahtzee. I, never, I, I will never take, got diarrhea that day. Yeah, I will, uh, I will take any hits with, with Yahtzee when we stream the game. Because I'm, yeah, I'm not putting anybody else in front of that. Yeah. Uh, Simple Simon with a $2 dono. Thank you so much. He said, where's the new funding goal, Nick? That's uh, a good point I'd, because I'd, we literally agreed upon it several yeah, days ago. We, Can oh, we yeah. change it to Nick plays Chrono Trigger? Mm. No, we don't want to change yeah. it. You play whatever you want. I don't know. Uh, the idea was that I was going to play a bunch of like older Xbox 360 action games that I missed, like Vanquish and Binary Domain, uh, the Castlevania. Castlevania my my thought is how do you fit that in? The funding goal. Casey plays Half Life. We we, we put Nick Nick plays whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> okay, that that works. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you put WTF, I think we can get that to fit. Yeah. Yeah. Nick plays WTF yep. <laughs> in parentheses three hundred and sixty. Yes. Uh, Nick plays three hundred and sixty trash. Yeah. Uh, I also want to point out that somebody said, uh, "Be careful of comparing the uh, Russian invasion with the writer's views." Uh, I'm not comparing the two. I'm saying that those are complicated yeah. issues when it comes to how we consume video games, and they're, yep. they're, they both need to be discussed and figured out. It's just so happy those two games are releasing in the same, same month. Breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, um, at, at some point, 
every single game that gets released is going to have some sort of ethical uh, controversy attached to it. When that happens, you'll know we're in the true dystopia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, you know, every time Call of Duty comes out, you know, it's like a refunding the, you know, the American war machine. But that, you know, it's just there's all kinds of conversations that it could be. I mean, if that, that company works out of America and pays taxes, then yes, is the answer to that question. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, there's also like, I don't know, like a bunch of early Marvel movies, like literally had funding by the U.S. military in order to get like <laughs> fucking cool, like in order to use their their choppers and the shit and their airplanes in the movies. So like, yeah, no, it's uh, complicated. Yeah. Uh, Bear Bomb with a file I don't know. Said, I love harassing the escapists. Dot, dot, dot. With Super Chess. <laughs> Bear Bomb. Uh, Timbo with a $10 dono. Thank you so much, Timbo. Said, great perspective, guys. Thanks for making the human choice on a human issue. Uh, clear that you have nothing to hide or a hidden angle. Culture War Junk is like war games. The only winning move is to not play. Yeah, no, mm, I think, yeah, we get that tattooed on me. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think enough people know me by now that I don't really believe in like social media activism. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, it's either have the discussion and Twitter forgets about it in two seconds. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm standing by my stance that t- Twitter is uh, terrible. Uh, the <laughs> only good Twitter is basketball Twitter. Let me tell you, not even that. They're always basketball Twitter. <laughs> incredible. Basketball Twitter is amazing. Uh, I've only been following the dude who uh, calls out all the new traveling uh, issues <laughs> in basketball, <laughs> but how the players are constantly just traveling constantly all the time. I love those videos. <laughs> it was really good. Uh, and then, uh, Tim also, it was so sad. So last night, uh, this is going to be the most sports talk we ever have on, uh, you know, in a minute. So I apologize. Last night, LeBron James passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time scoring yes. record. Yeah. Like the, I remember. Uh, the pinnacle of the sport. And the saddest thing is, and the incredible shot of, of him oh, getting yeah, the shot, like the photographer shot, every single person besides one is guy. watching it through their phone, except for Phil Knight, the guy who like the, 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 the heir apparent to the Nike shoes, like the guy who like anointed Michael Jordan and the guy who anointed LeBron James <laughs> is the only, because he's this old ass guy is the only one not watching it through his phone. And I'm like, this is so sad. Like you're at a historical moment. Why do you need a picture of it? You know who has pictures of it? That dude who took a picture of it. Who's really, who's a professional photographer. <laughs> you really, this is on TV. Guys. Yeah. Cause people are posting like, look, I'm in the last row and look at my shitty video of it. No one watched like, watch a shitty video of it. That's in the why last row. so annoyed with people that they go to concerts. Cause they're like videotaping the whole thing. I'm like, why can't you just live in the moment? Yeah. The only good ones is someone who it's every once in a while someone will hold up a 3DS and be, and be recording <laughs> out of 3DS. <laughs> like that's the only good one. It's the only one I approve of. Uh, and then Tim Mio said, uh, with a file hour down, oh, thank you so much. I think you guys are all taking a pretty reasonable approach. Uh, thanks so much. Tim. Appreciate we, it. We try, we try to be reasonable uh, everything. <laughs> yeah. We try. We we as as much as we are chuckle fucks, we put a lot of thought into stuff actually. Uh, we are still chuckle fucks, though. Uh, Casey, what have you been consuming? Um, I've actually been playing a couple of games that I really want to talk about, but I can't because the embargoes are so far away. Uh, so we'll have one to... you'll be able to talk about next week. Yes. Yeah. You might have to talk about both of them next week in Maybe. some way, shape, or form. One has Perhaps. two embargoes. <laughs> too many embargoes. <laughs> uh, but um, I, I've continued to watch Velma as new episodes have trickled out. Uh, I was a little uh, lukewarm on the most recent episode at the time, which was episode five I'd seen. Uh, but I've watched six and seven. I'm, I'm back on board. That show is funny. The Velma train. Yeah, I, I'm really liking it. World's number one Velma podcast right here. I, I've also, uh, because of, because, you know, we're all in the Matrix or whatever, I keep getting video clips in my Twitter feed 
of other Scooby-Doo scenarios. So like I keep seeing all these different scenes of just past Scooby-Doo shows featuring Velma, Shaggy, and different scenarios with uh, the mystery gang. There's a lot of actual good Scooby-Doo cartoons that I just completely glossed over because I hated the original so much. So I may at some point just really deep dive and start watching some Scooby-Doo. What a, this is, I did not expect that in the year 2023 <laughs> that you were going to be like, I'm going to become a big Scooby-Doo guy. Scooby-Doo, yeah. I mean, because like, yeah, there's so many funny scenes. Because the thing I've always appreciated when I have liked a Scooby-Doo thing is because they take the old show that I hate and they make fun of it in some way. They say like, you remember, remember these characters like this? Well, let's tweak them a little bit to like, Here's a new twist on them so that they're a little more relevant or mm-hmm. or we poke fun at how they were kind of flat back then. Like those references to that, because I don't know why, but it used to play all the time. And as a little kid, you just watch whatever's on TV. So I watched a lot of Scooby-Doo, meanwhile, hating it the whole way through. So I don't know, these new shows all play with that idea because I don't know. I guess those guys were also bored by that old show because they never just went back and made another one of the same thing. It's always yeah. at the expense of that original series. So, I mean, Velma is just another one of those. Like, it's it's much more different. Like, it's adult, which is the first of any of them, I think. Like, yeah. I don't, there's never been, like, a maybe the movie with James Gunn was a little Yeah, risque. that was, like, one of those things that bridge, like, kids wouldn't get the, like, stoner yeah. jokes that he really leaned heavily Like, they really played the line there. But, like, Mindy Kaling is way over the line in a lot of cases. But, like, it still works. Because if if you know anything about the characters, she's subverting them. She's making fun of them. She's toying with you know, culture as it is today, using characters from like the past. And it works a lot of the time. So I'm, I'm, I'm liking it. I'm looking forward to uh, its finale. Hell yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's going to get a second season, though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know if a lot of things on HBO are going to get a second season. They seem like they're in a weird... I think the Last of Us is like the only thing that's probably guaranteed right now to get next season. Uh, Nick, what did you think of uh, recent Last of Us? Uh, you watched, uh, yeah, because yeah. we're not on recap. Yeah, it was a uh, it was very much the game in TV form. Um, really liked the diarrhea joke at the end. That was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like how the uh, I, I do like how they, like the the relationship between Joel and Ellie is growing. Um, I think they're doing I think they're doing a pretty good job with it. Like it feels yeah, so it doesn't feel forced or anything like that. It feels pretty natural. Where he's kind of like especially after she uh, shoots the guy, uh, he definitely seems to like come around like oh man she's just a kid like what am i doing being an asshole to her and like easiest way to bond over someone (laughs) shooting someone in the ass yeah (laughs) all it takes is murder yeah (laughs) Um, so yeah you know i i felt like the the way they introduced the other faction was a bit a bit rough maybe Mm -hmm. um also like the decision to like oh yeah let's drive around uh this road (laughs) <laughs> drive around this uh, roadblock to get back on the highway oh but by the way it's safe to go it's safe enough to go through directly downtown kansas city I'm like all right <laughs> did it speak deeply to your inner kansas city uh it there's that there's that bureau the bridge and i drive over that bridge a lot so i was like oh i recognize this i hope this isn't what there it looks go. like in a year but you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're close you're getting there you're getting there we're <laughs> almost there um yeah it's been pretty good casey you've been watching it all uh, I haven't watched it. I'm not. I haven't watched the most recent episode yet, though. I'm. Okay. I think. Uh, I think the last one I saw was three, actually. The the Franken. Yeah. Franken is it on yeah. four or five now? It's on four. Uh, it's on five four, and then five okay. they're airing early because of the Super Bowl. Right. It's right. Airing yeah. On Friday. Okay. So yeah, I haven't seen four yet. I almost. Uh, I'm, the only thing I'm actually kind of concerned about is that it's kind of moving so fast 
I mean, we're, we're, it's just only nine episodes, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And like, we're almost, yeah, we're gonna be over halfway through on Friday. Yeah. Like that kind of feels too quick to me to get to that point and have the big emotional impact they're going to want. Um, are the later episodes like longer? Cause they seem to they, be, they are longer place with length. Yeah. This was very short. Yeah. I think this was the shortest. Yeah. And I think more of them are going to be like last week's, which like the bill and Frank one was like an hour, almost an hour and a half. Weeks. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I guess I'm, I will be impressed if they, they stick the landing. And I mean, I know Darren said they do. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm just, I'm really like kind of, you know, we can't talk about it in the recap cause we don't want to spoil anything for Darren, but like, I'm really curious how they are going to lead into the last of us part two from this. Yeah. Cause that's, Same. I, I almost like, I'm actually kind of thinking they're going to like rework it to make it make more sense than the game did. <laughs> I mean, this is a definite opportunity to fix any sorts of yeah, like yeah, I, I, I don't issues like that. I don't feel like Neil Druckmann's going to want to like admit that there were issues. Like there's ways to expand <laughs> it and to well, like. I mean, they're going to storytelling will change. I think at least I don't. The I don't think. I don't think they're going to change the story, but I think they're going to fix the pacing issues that the game had because they kind of have to in the TV show. Like I don't think I have pacing issues with the game. Uh, I I, do, I know you. I, yeah, you I don't. Yeah, I th- I don't think they're gonna do like one season of Ellie and then one season of Abby. I think we're gonna get. No, to get, no. I think we're gonna get a lot more like them two. They're both of their timelines kind of at the same time converging into the big moment. Uh, sure. Yeah. Treat it like you know Game of Thrones, which was like now mm. we're in Essos and now we're in King's Landing. Um, you know, be able to tell two stories in the same uh, same episodes. Yeah. Sure. Um. Yeah, Joey Jojo says, "Okay, well, thanks for the spoilers. Bye. I don't. We didn't spoil. I don't think we spoiled anything. <laughs> didn't spoil a single thing. Yeah. I can. I can ruin two if you want, but I probably <laughs> yeah. I've not played two. I have no idea what. Do you feel to. like we just spoiled it? Uh, no. Like I know. I know that there's a character named Abby in two. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Dude, yeah. <laughs> when we when we spoil something, her name's short for Abigail. I think. Oh, shit. No, no. Oh. I actually don't know that. That's an assumption. Because every Abbey I know is. <laughs> well, it I could was be gonna, Abu Dhabi. I was going to spoil that there's a, a giant giraffe kaiju that takes over. So <laughs> I'd fuck with that. I'm going to be honest. I could fuck with that. Um, let's, just, let's just call it there. I haven't been playing. I've been playing some Steam Next Fest demos. Those, those impressions are going to go up on the site. Uh, just check out, check out stuff on the site. We're going to have a ton of stuff from a bunch of folks have written impressions from Steam Next Fest demos that'll be going up soon. So. Uh, keep keep your eyes posted on the site for that stuff. Uh, we can wrap things up now, so we can give Casey a little break before yeah, gotta go. we get Jesse to the Greek. I gotta go watch the hour. most recent yeah. episode of 1923 that I forgot dropped because it came back oh, no. it came back on February 5th. Uh, spoilers: Harrison Ford probably is a grizzled old man. <laughs> uh, he probably snarls. Yeah, he's he's not in a good place in the show right now. I don't think he's in a good place in anything. Is he, I hope he's all right. He's got to die in that show. I assume he, yeah, I assume he's gonna die in every TV show. <laughs> He's always making it out alive. He's not a he's not a two season guy. He's a he's a one season man. I can I can I can see it. He just plays not, the old man that he's dies the, and everything now. He's the big yeah. selling point. <laughs> uh and Nicholas uh uh Antoniak, uh, welcome to Chip, Tip Char. Thank you so much, Nicholas. Hey, welcome. Um so as we wrap up, uh Nick, what do you got going on? What should folks check out? Uh I am I here for Star Wars tomorrow? Or do we have another stream tomorrow? Uh no, we have regular streams tomorrow. Okay, Are you so, here for Star Wars? Tomorrow? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here for Republic Commando tomorrow. We we started it on last week's Star Wars stream, so we'll be continuing where I left off there. So if people get confused, uh, too bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, what other? Uh, we have Sea of Thieves tomorrow as well. Uh, so we'll yep. be back for that. 
Is there anything mm-hmm. else tomorrow? And then Half-Life in the evening. Half-Life in the evening. Jesus Christ, we stream yeah. so much. Uh, big, and old, big old stream day. Friday is the, should be the first Adventurers live stream, I believe. Did you guys have not decide you talked to them? I, they, Jack was asking KC and Amy today. I don't think either of you responded. We responded. Ooh, but then he asked us you're again. in trouble. <laughs> I responded. Oh, and I'm pretty sure Amy responded as well. Yancy still has me a response. That jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Shock. Uh, so Friday, Who the fuck knows question marks on Friday. Question marks on the streams. Uh, Saturday is our all day persona oh, stream. God, Do you remember that, Nick? God just... damn it, Nick! <laughs> this can't be a surprise to you every time. Damn it! I had I had plans to go drink Friday night again. It's almost better you, than it is a surprise. Don't, don't, don't! I'm gonna have a Mountain Dew. Nick. It's fine. Do you have plans to go drink Mountain Dew? <laughs> yes, exactly. I was trying to. Get, no. I, was, I was just trying to give Marty a heart attack. We have Mountain Dew at home. And it's just mellow yellow. <laughs> yeah. um, so starting at uh, 10 a.m. on Saturday, uh, Nick will be playing another eight hours um, with the ad. That's probably be like seven hours if we're honest, because we're not going to butt up right to game night. Uh, but we'll be having folks uh, join in and out like last time. So um, Frost and Casey and and Jimmy and Amy will be joining us for that, uh, and then we have a game night that night we haven't decided on the game yet but we'll pick something fun um or will we will said he was going to be here we can we can we can play that dodgeball game that ubisoft released and like didn't promote at all (laughs) no didn't will said it was like hard to find a game (laughs) don't don't pull a blast like that that let's just put let's just put let's just play road company uh, Halo, Halo, Halo infinite just put all the forge maps into the the actual playlist and they're like good maps Let's play Rogue Company. <laughs> Let's play Gunfire. No we Halo can, February. Everyone's we can no play Halo KO City before it shuts down forever. Rest in peace. Ice, we played Fall Guys last week. We could, This would have been a much better week for Fall Guys with this many people, but it's fine. We had a great time with Fall Guys. We had so many people in the community. We got our asses kicked by so many people in Fall Guys. We always get we our asses kicked not good at games. The only person that wins at Fall Guys is Jesse. Uh, the Jesse the rest win. of us never win. <clears throat> Um, yeah, Jesse definitely came the closest, but yeah, he didn't even win last week. <laughs> yeah, too tough. Um, and then uh, Sunday, uh, it, and instead of newly released, since we have Steam Next Fest demos, I believe Frost and Amy are going to be tag teaming to play a bunch of Steam Next Fest demos, sort of as uh, kind of wish list on Sunday. So uh, we're planning that out now, but check that out and then check out yeah everything else on the site. Uh, what about you, Casey? What do you got going on? Obviously, you have a lot of things in the works at the moment. Uh, yeah, lots of uh, pans in the fires. Is that how the phrase goes? Uh, but sure. you'll start seeing those coming out uh, over the course of the next week or so, I think. Um, but in the meantime, you can listen to my podcast, The Sigma Show, over on your favorite podcast network. Just search for The Sigma Show uh, and follow me on Twitch and Twitter at Sigma Gears 9. Um, that's pretty much it. They already talked about all the streams I'll be doing throughout the week. Hell yeah. Cool. Perfect. Yeah, make sure to be checking uh, out the website because we have so much content on there. Uh, before gamers invested in the site uh we had maybe one or two pieces of original content going up per day uh we are now already almost at our three to four pieces of original content we're already, per day. Well, we're already well above three uh original pieces of content not yes. not seo stuff correct okay well and we need we need more because we're getting the backlogs <laughs> we need more we, we, we need, need to hire need more, more. More, more men to put the things on the yeah, website yeah. <laughs> uh yeah the website is absolutely crushing it this month we're super excited about it uh, and also for those of you on Patreon or YouTube memberships, uh, you can now do annual subscriptions over on Patreon. 
Uh, so if you don't want another monthly subscription to make your, your bank account look weird every month, uh, you can just pay us oh, a yeah. little front. And uh, a bunch of people yeah. are doing that already, and it's super helpful. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't want your I don't want your bank accounts looking weird. Everyone, get get some get some normal looking bank accounts, please. Yeah, save that five dollars uh, a month for uh, McDonald's, I guess. Uh, you could do better than that. <laughs> oh, sorry, Burger I'm, King. Okay, they got yeah, save ju- it for Chick Fil A. Oh wait, no, because no. they're morally <laughs> corrupted <laughs> as well. Damn it! Popeyes. <laughs> Why is Popeyes is the bad? Only, Popeyes is the only pure <laughs> thing in the world. Uh, so Shit. for uh, Nick and Casey, this is Marty. This has been Breakout Episode Number Seventy Five. Uh, thank you all so much for joining us, everyone on Twitch, everyone in YouTube, everyone who donated, everyone who's a member and a patron. We de- genuinely appreciate it. Uh, and stay tuned in about half an hour. Casey will be back with Jesse for more God of War. So we'll see you. Yeah, yeah. Not another bleach discussion. Bleach, bleach please God. Bleach. Oh, you can talk about bleach the anime. No, about the anime. Uh, we, we absolutely will. Okay. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, bye, everyone. Bye.